Chapter Six of Piano and Song by Friedrich Wieck. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Marty Chris. Chapter Six. The Soft Pedal Sentiment. You exclaim, "What is that? A sentiment for the soft pedal?" a sentiment of any kind in our times most of all a musical sentiment i have not heard of such a thing in a concert room for a long time when the footpiece to the left on the pedal is pressed down the keyboard is thereby moved to the right so that in playing the hammers strike only two of the three strings in some pianos only one in that way the tone is made weaker thinner but more singing and more tender what follows from this many performers seized with a piano madness play a grand bravura piece excite themselves fearfully clatter up and down through the seven octaves of runs with the pedal constantly raised bang away put the best piano out of tune in the first twenty bars snap the strings knock the hammers off their bearings perspire stroke the hair out of their eyes ogle the audience and make love to themselves suddenly they are seized with a sentiment they come to a piano or pianissimo and no longer content with only one pedal they take the soft pedal while the loud pedal is still resounding oh what languishing what soft murmuring and what a sweet tinkling of bells what tenderness of feeling what a soft pedal sentiment the ladies fall into tears enraptured by the pale long-haired young artist i describe here the period of piano mania which has just passed its crisis a period which it is necessary to have lived through in order to believe in the possibility of such follies when in the beginning of this century the piano attained such conspicuous excellence and increased power greater technical skill could not fail to be called out but after a few years this degenerated into a heartless and worthless dexterity of the fingers which was carried to the point of absurdity and resulted in intellectual death instead of aiming to acquire before all things a beautiful full tone on these rich-sounding instruments which admit of so much and such delicate shading essential to true excellence of performance the object was only to increase mechanical facility and to cultivate almost exclusively an immoderately powerful and unnatural touch and to improve the fingering in order to make possible the execution of passages rollades finger gymnastics and stretches which no one before had imagined or considered necessary from this period dates the introduction of virtuoso performances with their glittering tawdriness without substance and without music and of the frightful eccentricities in art accompanied by immeasurable vanity and self-conceit the age of finger heroes it is indeed a melancholy reflection for all who retain their senses that this charlatanry is made the solitary aim of numberless ignoble performers sustained by the applause of teachers and composers equally base it is sad to see how engaged in artificial formalisms and in erroneous mechanical studies 
players have forgotten the study of tone and of correct delivery, and that few teachers seek to improve either themselves or their pupils therein. Otherwise they would see and understand that on a good piano, such as are now to be found almost everywhere, it is possible with correct playing founded on a right method to play without external aids, forte, fortissimo, piano, pianissimo, in a word, with every degree of shading, and with at least formal expression, and that this style of playing, with the requisite mechanical skill, sounds far more pure and is more satisfactory than when a feeling is affected through the crude, unskillful, and absurd use of the pedal, especially of the soft pedal of which we are now speaking. This affectation only gives one more proof of our unhealthy, stupid, and unmusical infancy in piano performances. A good-natured public, drummed up and brought together by patient persuasion and by urgent recommendations of which virtuosos can obtain an abundance, for the tormented cities which they have visited cannot otherwise get rid of them, attend these concerts and listen to dozens of such inexperienced piano players. One plays exactly like another, with more or less faulty mechanical execution, and none of them are able, with all their thumping and caressing of the keys, to bring out from the instrument a broad, healthy, full, and beautiful tone, delicately shaded and distinct even to the softest pianissimo. But, instead of this, they fall into a pedal sentiment, i.e., they play with outside pretension and with intrinsic emptiness. You unworthy performers, who have so disgusted the artistic public with piano playing, that they will no longer listen to fine, intelligent, sensible artists, whose dignity does not permit them to force themselves into the concert hall, or to drag people into it from the streets. You base mortals, who have exposed this beautiful art to shame, I implore you to abandon the concert platform, your battlefield. Hack at the piano no longer." find positions on a railroad or in a factory. There you may perhaps make yourselves useful, while by the lessons you give, for it usually comes to that after you have traveled all over the world, you will only ruin our young people, now growing up with promising talent for piano playing, and will produce successors like yourselves, but not artists. I must whisper one thing more in your ear. I will say nothing about simple truthfulness, about tenderness and sincerity of feeling, or wholesome refinement, about poetry, inspiration, or truly impassioned playing. But, if your ears are not already too much blunted, you should be able to discover, at least in a very few minutes, on any instrument, unless it is of the worst sort, or has already been battered to pieces by you, how far you can carry the pianissimo and fortissimo, and still preserve the tone within the limits of beauty and simplicity. You will thus be able to interpret a piece with at least superficial correctness, without mortally wounding a cultivated ear by exaggerations and by maltreatment of the instrument and its two pedals. This style of playing has nevertheless found its numerous defenders and admirers in our century, which has made everything possible. 
the senseless enslavement and abuse of the piano has been said to be all the rage a fine expression of our piano critics to justify insane stamping and soft pedal sentimentality how far what i have here said relates to our modern errors in singing and how far it may be applied to them i leave to the intelligence of my readers and to my explanations in subsequent chapters to return to my theme i still have one word on this subject for rational players even they use the soft pedal too much and too often and at unsuitable places for instance in the midst of a piece without any preparatory pause, in melodies which require to be lightly executed, or in rapid passages which are to be played piano. This is especially to be noticed with players who are obliged to use instruments of a powerful tone and stiff, heavy action, on which it is difficult to ensure a delicate shading in piano and forte. For this reason, a sensible and experienced teacher, whose sole aim is the true and the beautiful, should make the attainment of an elastic touch and well-grounded style of playing an indispensable requirement. I prefer that the soft pedal should be used but seldom, and if the pedal which raises the dampers is used at the same time, it must be only with the greatest nicety. The soft pedal may be used in an echo, but should be preceded by a slight pause, and then should be employed throughout the period, because the ear must accustom itself gradually to this tender, maidenly, sentimental tone. There must again be a slight pause before the transition to the usual more masculine tone with the three strings. The soft pedal is, moreover, most effective in slow movements with full chords, which allow time to bring out the singing tone in which consists the advantage of the stroke of the hammers on two strings alone. End of chapter 6 of Piano and Song Reading by Marty Criss